بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم the name of Allah the most beneficent the most merciful I testify that there is no true God worthy of worship except Allah and that Muhammad is Allah's true slave and messenger we continue the explanation of the three fundamental principles and we came to the uh, type of worship <coughs> which the Shaykh rahimahullah gave as an example and that is the vows the vows and nadr or the vow he said rahimahullah wa dalilun nadri qawluhu ta'ala yufuna bin nadri wa yakhafuna yawman kana sharruhu mustatira yufuna bin nadri wa yakhafuna yawman kana sharruhu mustatira as in surah al-ihsan this is his evidence surah al-ihsan they are those who fulfill their vows and they fear a day whose evil will be wide-spreading. So, what is the vow? Is that the vow is for a person to make it uh, duty-bound to fulfill something uh, that is not binding in origin from the legal perspective. So, for example, he makes it a duty bound upon himself of a charity or fasting or salah, either by saying in a conditional way, either by saying, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala heals uh, this ill person, I will fast three days or I will give charity by such and such or by saying I makes it binding upon myself by Allah that I will give charity for such and such the majority of the scholars are with the opinion that this is makruh, disliked and some of them declared it forbidden and the Prophet والسلام, said إِنَّهُ لَا يَأْتِ بِخَيْرِ وَإِنَّمَا يُسْتَخْرَجُ بِهِ مِنَ الْبَخِيلِ the Prophet said it does not bring good meaning the vow it merely causes the miserly person to spend. And this is in Sahih al-Bukhari, in Sahih al-Bukhari, volume 8, hadith number 684. However, once it's done, then fulfilling it is obligated. However, once it's done, then fulfilling it is obligated the fulfilling of vows has the fulfilling of vows of vows which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has praised are all acts of worship which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has obligated and this is because our Shaykh rahimahullah said 
This is because when a person starts any of the obligatory acts of worship, then he has become a duty bound to fulfill and complete them. And the proof for this is in the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-Hajj in chapter 22, verse 29. Qala Ta'ala in Surah Al-Hajj. Then let them complete they prescribe the duties for them in Hajj and perform their vows. He called it vows. He called it vows. Because the one who makes Ihram for Hajj, who gets into the state of Ihram for Hajj, then he makes it a duty bound upon himself to complete it. And the Prophet ﷺ said, مَنْ نَذَرَ أَنْ يُطِيعَ اللَّهِ فَلْيُطِعَ Anyone who vows to obey Allah, then let him do so. Ihram means to get into the state for the particular ritual of Hajj. Now, So, vows by which a person makes a pledge and thus obligates himself to do something or other, or make some act of obedience to Allah that is not obligatory, binding upon himself, then this is disliked. And as we said earlier, some of the scholars declared it to be forbidden. Yet even so, if a person does go ahead and vow that he will do some act of obedience to Allah, then it becomes obligatory upon him to perform it then it becomes obligatory upon him to perform it. As the Prophet ﷺ said, مَن نَذَرَ أَن يُطِيعَ اللَّهِ فَلْيُطَعَ Whoever vows to act in obedience to Allah, then let him obey him. And therefore, the vows applies to the obligatory acts of worship in general and to making vows in specific which is that a person obliges himself to do something for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the scholars divided the vow into various categories and these are classified in the books of fiqh the important point to remember that it is it is obligatory upon the, perform, upon the person to perform the obedient type of vow because the Prophet ﷺ said whoever vows to act in obedience to Allah then let him obey him let him obey him but in origin it is as mentioned earlier in origin most of the scholars dislike it most of the scholars dislike it and some declared it to be forbidden okay. but once it is done once it is done and the vow has been made to fast for example three days to uh, slaughter a sheep to as a charity to give money as a charity 
then in this case it must be fulfilled even if it is disliked in origin or forbidden as mentioned by some of the scholars Allah Ta'ala A'la wa A'lam wa sallallahu ala Muhammad wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam now we have completed uh, the various the various types of worship which the Shaykh Rahimahullah had mentioned and then in the next discussion we will talk about the second principle the second principle which is ma'rifatu deen al-islam bil-adilla knowledge of the deen of Islam with the proofs this is the second principle this is the second principle and that will come inshallah in the next class wallahu ta'ala a'la wa a'lam wa alhamdulillah wa salatu wa salam ala wa salam